0: From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern, broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan. Welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. We are back. Wednesday. No, it's Tuesday. Oh, it is Tuesday. Yeah, somebody's got something to do tomorrow. So, well, I'm just thinking that I'm thinking. I keep thinking Tuesday, or I should say, I keep thinking Wednesday, because normally we started kicking this back off on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Some and you know, with us being gone over the weekend, I've kind of lost track of everything. So, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Tuesday. God damn. Yeah, it's it's sometimes days get get caught caught up and you you lose track, but. <clears throat> Yeah, but here we are a day early, and uh, with a little bit to talk about from our uh, interesting weekend we had. Yeah, you know, I, as of late, I mean, we've been spending quite a bit of time together uh, in a very <laughs> platonic way, but uh, you know, a lot of collaboration between you has gone to some of the things that we're working on, and it's just, I mean, between full time jobs and uh, kids and life. Uh, we're gonna make it happen. We do got some pretty, pretty cool, neat things that we're gonna keep touching on, in the horizon. Oh yeah. Uh, sorry for the people on Twitch, but somehow it just didn't hit up on the uh, the, the Twitch board today. But hmm. the, I think so we... our, our uh, British DJ, socks. Yeah, the guy with the foot fetish oh. is not gonna want to know exactly what well, type of uh, what type of socks I'm wearing. <laughs> that's too bad. He's exactly. not gonna know that I'm wearing uh, um, uh, black Puma athletic wear socks today i got uh i got kirkland black ones on so i'm good and for everybody that's scratching their head wondering what the fuck are these guys talking about uh <laughs> we had a uh a, a viewer on twitch a couple weeks ago who was from all the way over on, on the other side of the pond and he wanted to know uh what made us decide to wear certain socks and what color they were probably the most oddest question i've ever been asked in my life but um i think he was really interested in uh in this guy well oh, he may have been he yeah, may have I been he was a big fan of the old giant He uh, wanted to know uh how big a shoe size were Yeah, maybe, uh, you know. shout out to jp yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah what a what a what a weekend man i mean absolutely um i mean i had a really good time i hope you had a really good time Oh yeah, it was. It's always nice to get away and see new areas and meet new people, and we certainly did. Yeah, so drank so, a lot of beer. Oh my god, uh, I need a break. But uh, and I say that as I yeah. as I got a spotted cow, you know. So cheers out to Hesterman. And obviously, it's uh, obviously I didn't need a break that bad, but I took a break yesterday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I mean, just the whole trip. It seems like you know, from when we left in the morning on Thursday. Ohio sucked as it always does. Mm-hmm. It rained from Toledo to Cincinnati. Yeah. Sucked. And that wasn't like, it was like a small rain. I mean, no. it, it rained. No, it was, it was a downpour. Uh, so it, it reminded me of Oral Roberts for a minute. Oh, oh boy. We'll get into that in a minute. Yeah. But you know, got there and then got through, um, you know, got through Kentucky and got through Tennessee and uh, we're making fairly good time, but uh You get in North Carolina, you get on 40 and it's two lanes each way. And it's pretty much a standstill. We got stuck in traffic for a while. I, uh, I started getting pretty pissed off Uh, the Waze app, which is normally pretty spot on almost every time I use it. it, They um, usually steer you in the right direction. Well, it steered us in the wrong direction because we took the, we took the detour that they uh, suggested. And then while, when we got to the end of the detour, (laughs) we were supposed to get on the expressway. And they had it blocked off for construction equipment. And mm-hmm. at that point, we were about three hours away from uh, from our destination. And I said, "Well, I shouldn't say I said it." Kelly said, "Why don't mm-hmm. we stop for the night?" I said, "You find a place that is dog friendly because you know we had Clyde with us. So yep. I'm like, if you find a place, a doggy hotel that <laughs> that we could take Clyde, <laughs> we're stopping." So, needless to say, we stopped, got ourselves some Yingling, got got ourselves a couple. Um, we got a, we went to this one store, and it was actually pretty good. But uh, you know, we got ourselves some sandwiches. You know, some sandwiches. Yeah, I sandwiches. What is it with your Fix or sandwiches? Exactly, sandwiches. It was <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, okay. Uh, so, I have never used the word sandwich more in the last month than I have in my life. So, Friday morning, we hopped up. We got ready we got on the road we got down to our destination which is my sister's house uh and um outside of columbia and it really i mean it's in the middle of nowhere gamecock country yeah it's in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. um but it's nice and peaceful you know she's got a piece of property and um you know her uh her boyfriend of number of years barry super great guy and uh, you know we got there and they both took the day off work we got there Clyde was chasing chickens around they have chickens around and um that was the last time Clyde was able to chase some chickens around Mm -hmm. because uh we had a we had an interesting Saturday morning it was a chicken massacre it was a chicken massacre I woke up in the morning I I took Clyde out to uh use the restroom and uh I look over and I see three pit bulldogs in uh in the chicken coop uh needless to say uh eight of them uh eight hens and one rooster perished. Mm. Um, the, uh, the law enforcement was there. The animal control was there. And, uh, and where was I when all this was unfolding, man? It, this guy right here. <laughs> normally he's a guy who sleeps as light as a feather. I don't know how anybody can sleep through <laughs> two shotgun blasts <laughs> than you. I don't, I don't know anybody oh, who oh. can except for you. Uh, well, Needless to say, I needed to sleep, and uh, so I missed the excitement. Yeah, and yeah. You wake. I up, came in after the fact. Hey, you wake up and you're, you wake up and you're like, "Hey, how's everybody doing?" Everybody's already changed in their clothes, and you come out and you're like, "What's going on, guys?" We're like, "Yeah, you missed it, man. It was a hell of a morning." Well, I smelled bacon. I knew it was time to yeah, eat. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my sister was all you know very uh, a gracious host and cooked us breakfast and mm. uh, you know everything like that. But yeah, I mean, it was uh, definitely an eventful uh, Saturday. Um, you know, from there, uh, um, we ended up uh, going down to a place that was featured, which is in Five Points in Columbia, uh, a place that was uh, featured in diners, drive-ins, and dives. And we went there and we had burgers. We do have video footage, but we're going to compile together into, into one thing. So maybe we'll put that together. We're going to do our review probably Sunday. We'll, yeah. probably, we'll probably feature the review on Sunday. But, uh, no, it was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, drank more. Unfortunately, oh. it was about 5 to 10 degrees colder in oh. Carolina than it was up here in Michigan, which was very disappointing. Yeah, which you never really have that happen. I think that kind of the damper on some of our tourist mm-hmm. destinations. We were to a couple more places, but it was, it, just too, it, cold. It was too cold. And having uh, Mr. Clyde with us meant we had to be outside, and, and it just it didn't work out. So, And there's nothing wrong with being outside, but it's... I mean, it was it was a breath of fresh to see so much open compared to us being, you know, relatively still closed in. Yeah, I don't think there was any kind of uh, patients. It was no mask, you know, maybe 70, 30. I was going to say 75, 25 on the mask. Uh, Although I was uh, yelled at by a Middle Eastern gentleman uh, at a gas station made sure I had my mask on. I was in the process of putting it on when I walked through the door Yeah, and, uh, he, uh, made sure that I, I put it on, which, you know, obviously I have no problem doing, but yeah. Yeah. And you know, normally, and it happens every time I go to visit my sister, I normally always come home with more stuff than I took down with me. Yes. So, uh, being said, mm-hmm. uh, she was gracious enough to give a uh, memorabilia to hang in the speakeasy. Um, she provided us with a Steve Eisman captain jersey. Yeah, that's nice. That's going to be on the wall of jerseys as well. Mm-hmm. We got a plush foam football from the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, um, we got that. Um, if you look behind us right here, we have an autographed picture of Dabo. My favorite college football coach, Dabo. So, he, that, so that's going to be, on the, and that's Dabo. Gonna be like on the wall real close to where um, where everybody can see that. Especially one, uh, Mr. Bill. Yeah, Bill. You know what? we might hang it up right over top of the Notre Dame flag <laughs> that we got up here. He's all in. He's all in. Dabo. We got a foam finger there, or what looks like a foam finger. Oh, so. yeah. For sure. So, yeah, we got some good stuff. We got a couple of good things. And I mean, if, you know, like, I, again, my sister is absolutely a uh, she's an absolute rock star when it comes to, um, you know, making every visit as enjoyable as possible. Um, her friends are unbelievably awesome and fantastic. And just I mean, some really, really down home, good people everywhere we went. We went to a couple of we i mean it was just nothing but and it, and it goes it's southern hospitality yep. and it, and that's what it was it was pretty much in an, an open door arms open come on into the house it's a different world hey go hey go to my fr- hey yes. my fridge is your fridge you mm-hmm. take you know you do whatever had some good barbecue uh <sighs> you know barbecue on a sunday um some good pork uh, yeah we can, i mean and believe me everything that he did, threw down everything he did there we can do i think sean and mike door. and uh Chef Dave would probably be impressed with the spread that they had. You know, out. and I wish I would have grabbed some pictures of it, but I mean, it was just, it was, um it was very good. And it, I mean, it was just, it was just a great time all the way around from mm-hmm. top to bottom. Um, I mean, what did you think of it? I mean, really, that's probably one of the most uh, out of the town podunk places you've been in your life. Well, my dad's side is uh, from the flatlands of Ohio. Uh, so there was some pretty podunk ish areas down but as far as down in the holler, yeah, I, that that definitely that was a, a that was a a culture shock for me, you know. But the bottom line was everybody was awesome and just like, oh y'all y'all got a podcast. Oh yeah, I want to be on your podcast. Every, everybody was in, Everybody wanted to be a part of the yeah, podcast, they, you know. And before we started, or whatever, I sent a text saying, "Here's the link. It's going to be up. Uh, get on there, take a look, mm-hmm. hit it, uh, give us a like, a subscribe, sure." Uh, you know, you know, as Pat McAfee would say, it's for the brand for, that's for for the the brand. brand. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. and our brand is iLogic Media Network. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's our brand, you know, and that's, and that, and we're, and that's what we're building towards. We're building towards Mm -hmm. something of that. So it's, it's building and it's getting bigger and bigger every week. Yeah. You know, another thing it's funny, because yesterday when we were driving home, uh, we were kind of jockeying back and forth about, uh, about Barry, you know, and Barry's a good dude. I mean, I don't, you know what? I don't care if somebody came and told me he was the biggest piece of poop in the world. It doesn't matter because I know that man and he's awesome. But I tell you right now, he is probably one of the funniest <laughs> dudes tell you, Bo. ever. Hey, Bo. He was, hey, Bo. Hey, Bo. To make a long story short. And they were never, no, never short no. stories. And when I go, I have a feeling this is probably going to be a good It's night. like you might as well go grab yep. another beer. Yep. And, which... uh, you know, and enjoy yourself. And, Recap the ratio from the weekend. Let's see, we got there we got there around ten thirty, eleven, would you say Friday morning? About 10, 10 yeah, 30, yeah. I think I had my first one at twelve thirty. I remember that specifically because Barry looked at his watch, he goes, Hey, it's twelve thirty. All right. And I was going before he was he had three in already. So before before we even went and had lunch, Rich had a six pack down. Oh and yeah. I, and I had two. Oh yeah. The uh, the two or I should say the three and four to one ratio definitely standed true. Yeah, even down in South Carolina. Oh, so I mean I don't. He, he outdrank me, which you know what? I don't. Hey, I don't it is up what up it now. is. But hey, on the way home we did pick up some uh, some moonshine. So we right got here. we do got some old smoky moonshine. So we, we got some moonshine. So we definitely. so we stopped at this place and more ying liquor barn. The liquor barn. Tom comes strolling through, and Tom's got himself two cases of Yingling Light, which is, which is a personal favorite around the speakeasy. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna lie. Uh, so he's like, you know what? We need a couple cases. We'll get a couple cases because we're uh, we're waiting on our next um, our next keg for the uh, for the kegerator. And uh, he throws them up on the counter, and all i heard, all, And I was standing behind Tom. All I heard it was. Ringing. Tom's like, what? I, I what? look at I look at this woman, and I'm like, what? Huh? Huh? cute, cute? Huh? And then I look at, there's a woman next to her. And <laughs> she looks at me and she knows exactly what I'm thinking. And she says, are those yours? And she's pointing to the cases on the counter. I'm, and I said, oh. Oh, yeah, they're mine. Never would have guessed in a million no, years that that's me. what was coming out of her mouth. Nope. Um but yeah, needless to say, uh, I needed a translator. No, <laughs> yeah, it was. It, was uh, it we were in. Well, were we still in Tennessee? Yeah, we were in Tennessee or northern Kentucky. Nope, Tennessee, just north of Knoxville. Oh man, I'm telling it was, you. It, uh, so when you envision the liquor was, barn? it was. Po- it was. It was definitely Poe It was. It was really no. I think it was Kentucky because no. it was by the. I'm telling you right now, it's not. It was gi- by nope. the uh, the giant cross by the uh, the the. Gentlemen's club that that's in Knoxville. That's Northern Knoxville. No, I thought it was Northern Tennessee. No. Oh, well, you got your gentlemen's club uh, <laughs> no, reversed sure. a little bit. No, but so, then again, what's the difference between Northern Kentucky and Southern Tennessee? Not, not, not a whole lot. Not much. Not a whole lot. So, I so. mean, us being in the car all day on Thursday, uh, it kind of, uh, it kind of um, uh, limited our uh, action to watch some, uh, uh, some college basketball, but man, what a, what a hell of a weekend. I, I can't recall ever in my uh w- days of watching the tournament. I have never seen a a a, a tournament to where every single bracket and every single uh website ESPN, um CBS Sports, Yahoo, all of them busted second second, second day second day, second day I've never gone. seen that. I've, you know, there's usually an upset or two, which you can, you know, you can pretty much guarantee every year, but this was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, and it started, it started Friday mm-hmm. with, um, the fighting, uh, Andrew Latins of Ohio state, uh, going down to, to the, uh, oral. <laughs> and, uh, so somebody, um, posted on, on the tweet machine. Uh, Who had Oral Roberts beating Ohio State? And and my comment was some girl who dated a a guy named Robert that gave good Oral. Could have been. Uh, Ain't no freaking way in hell anybody took uh, I, I don't even know what the hell their their moniker is. Are they the Ramblers? Or I, who knows? I've, who knows? Needless to say, all I know is they beat the uh, the suckeyes. They beat they beat Ohio State, and and I know there's a couple of our listeners that uh, were none too pleased about that for sure. Yeah, and Drew had chimed in. He's already uh, pulling for the Knolls to take oh, that one. wow. I got the the center going up against uh, the the Wolverines here. damn on the wall. Oh boy. Oh well. <laughs> of course it happens now. But yeah, probably. big deal. So but yeah, I mean, uh so you review it here. Uh 10 Big 10 teams entered the tournament. One survived. Yeah. And uh, you know what? And I'll be honest with you the you know Michigan, I mean, it was dicey at at periods of time uh, in the game yesterday. No. Very dicey. It just seemed like um you know, and everybody always says, you know, a team you want to go hot into the tournament. Well, well Michigan we was hot all year long until they hit. Well, and then when they came back after, and they played the one game after their uh, COVID uh, time off. They played well, they, one game, one, and then they and then they lost. Well, they won three out of COVID, and yeah. then and then played. They played Ohio. State. No, they beat Ohio State. Who'd they lose to? Oh, they lost to. Michigan State, yeah, and then they lost to Illinois, so they kind of, they kind of hobbled in to the tournament, yeah. But um, so it was really interesting to see how they were going to adjust, especially knowing that Livers, you know, at least the first couple of rounds was not going to be there. But um, you know that they, they played uh, North Texas the first round, which you know they they pretty much handled that one but then last night they played lsu and lsu gave them everything they could handle uh early on they were just hitting everything and and uh you know it it, again michigan starts off slow they always do and they get a they get a uh, they get behind early and they go into the halftime up by one and they come out the second half slow start slow and you know till about the 10 minute mark it, it just they were out of, out of whack. It seemed, you know, what I was able to see and, and um uh, Lannister, AKA Mike Smith. Uh, I just, I don't know. It, it is, is it his That's inexperience one. in the, in the post season, but I just, uh, you know, he led them in scoring in the first game. He made a lot of bonehead plays. Yeah. Uh, a lot of bonehead shots. He jacking up threes, airballing it. it we, Michigan needs him to distribute uh, be the floor general. Uh, there's too many scores on the floor for him to worry about getting those unnecessary shots. And, and so you, you take the bench in the, the game last night, Shondi, Brown, 21 points yeah, off the bench. That's you'll never see him in points. Scored zero game. points in the first game. Uh, he's very streaky. Uh, And Eli Brooks was, he's, he's been their X factor. And, and, know, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago on the broadcast that if they're going to go far, it's, it's going to be Eli Brooks uh, leading the way. He's, he's the guy that uh, he can, he can score in, in many different ways. He can, he can uh, drive to the hoop. He can put up a three and he plays great defense. So you know, Those it, guys came through. You know, and, the thing, and you know, uh, you know, during our course of watching the game yesterday and listening to it on the way on the way uh, on the way back, uh, you know, you were you were like screaming in the car, why aren't so, they why aren't they giving it to Hunter? Why aren't they giving it to Hunter? Dude, he had a double double last night. I mean, so I mean, it's not, I mean, it's not terrible, but you know, I I guess we're so used to the season where they're feeding the ball and he's scoring points yeah. to where now, well, I just think his size seven two. There, there aren't many centers out there that can cover him. And there was a lot of times where he was, he was empty under the net uh, under the basket and they settled for, uh, a lower percentage shots and, and they were missing, but they hit that 10 minute mark and hit, I think they hit about two or three threes in a row that put them over. The, and then they just, you know, excelled from there. And obviously everyone knows the, the end, but, um, JDC's chime and he says that, um, he hears livers might play. Uh I my theory has been they get to the second weekend that he's gonna play. Because he's been with the team, yep. he's been bubbled. So I mean, and that was a at length discussion that you and I had. Mm-hmm. And I think we're both in agreement for yeah. sure that if he wasn't gonna play, he wouldn't be there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a sacrifice you know. for these kids to be pretty much cooped up in their hotel room, getting and shitty food. Terrible food. <laughs> And, and and expecting them to stay put, basically. And, you since, know. and since we're talking about stuff that was shitty, mm. I, I'm all for uh, equality when it comes to sports. Whether you're a, a male or female, you should be both given the same opportunity. And that fucking weight room oh. that they gave the girls' basketball team, I'm going to say right now, I have three kettleballs in my house, and that's the equivalent to yep. what they gave—that's just bullshit. The NCAA should be ashamed of themselves, and I mean they ashamed of themselves on many different levels. Yeah, but specifically this level in this day and age, to where you know equality is. I mean, they wear it on their jerseys, and it does just doesn't mean uh, race relations. It, it's got to mean men and uh, women and men. It's everything. And when you take a snapshot of the men's workout facilities that they that they. Placed in these conference centers in these hotel rooms. I mean, you're talking at uh, you know a five star uh, equipment, top of the line, lots of room, lots of machines. And then you flip flip over to the the female side. It looked like they gave them a corner in the back kitchen, which was a, a stack of dumbbells, yeah, and a and a mat. Yeah. I mean, it's it's disgusting and shame on the NCAA. And one of the things about social media that actually is a good thing is it went viral and it went viral quick and there was uh, businesses like the tonal that have that uh, digital weight like the mirror type thing they ended up donating 10 uh, virtual gyms to the the women's uh, programs so they'd have access and then lo and behold boom the NCAA comes up with these fantastic men-like facilities in the hotel and and it just it's it should never get to that point. It's shitty. It should never get to somebody almost calling out the NCAA and, and And that's really what it was Yeah, and the NBA players and both NBA and WNBA and other sports (laughs) chimed in and, and as they should have, and and they got the job done. And, but yeah, I mean, the NCAA, they, they have, they always talk about diversity training and things that they're the ones that need the most diversity. They failed. They fumbled and, and good for people looking out for it for them. All right. So now that we got that off for chess, because that was a big issue that no, yeah. no one. Would, I mean, we, yeah. we spent 12 hours. I'm glad hours. you brought that up. We, that spent, wasn't... we spent 12 hours in the car. No. I, that, that things that we talked about. and We kind of. I didn't put it on the notes, you but know, and it was. I'm glad you brought it up. You know, and here's my thing is, do you think after Michigan State's exit in the, uh, the play in game, do you think. You think Izzo has lost his uh, his luster, magic when it comes to? I mean, granted, I mean he has always, uh, you know. And here's the thing: it was funny because everybody goes, "Oh, it's January," February. all right? It's January, February. Izzo. Izzo. Realistically, it's not, I, you know. And he's a good coach. Okay, yeah. well, I mean, we're gonna give him that. Yeah, he's a good coach. Is he a great coach? No. If you and that was the big topic of debate between. Uh, you and I—I I don't even say it was a debate. I think we both came to the same conclusion that it's like he won one national championship, but he's always competed, mm-hmm. always compete. You know what? You can always you can make it there, but you don't get there. That doesn't make you a great coach. It makes you a good coach. Sure, it's not going to make you a great coach. You had one net. Na- you've won one national one. championship. Big Ten only has one since uh two thousand. One. You you've won one national championship. Yeah, That's and one. that was the year uh. Matt Ishbia was uh was uh on the team. That's that's two. I didn't say. No. No, it doesn't no, that no. doesn't count. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't does count. <laughs> get your 40 who, bucks out. Who uh get your 40 bucks out. Who, who uh might be a little uh, hot still. It's about, uh, uh the fighting uh, uh rocket mortgagers. Yeah, no, you go ahead and the say. Michigan State fighting rocket mortgagers. He's fighting it. <laughs> he's fighting it. Yeah, he's fighting it. Um, but no, uh, do I think he's a bad coach? No. Do I think he's a good coach or do I think he might be a little out of touch with today's generation? I, I think he is. Yeah. And, and it, it showed this season. I, I was just waiting for him to have a coronary on the court. Yeah. His anger level was more than I've ever seen. I it. mean, I mean, would we say it's anger or do we say it's passion? maybe a little of both um which could come into the fact that he's not his players aren't responding to him no and and clearly Gabe Brown walking off the court in the first half against UCLA there on Thursday when Izzo which in my in my book was a bit too aggressive uh with when there's there's eyes watching there's cameras everywhere he grabbed he grabbed him up and and I'm surprised. You haven't heard any more of that. The only way I can say is, um, it's Tom Izzo. That's probably why you haven't heard anything. But yeah. he snatched him up, and Gabe Brown was like, Get "Your fucking hands off me!" Yeah. And do I agree with Gabe Brown on that one? I don't know. I think it it all could have been handled differently. But I think that one that one flash was the season in a nutshell. Like you're not listening. Get over here. And they get. Nope. I ain't listening to you. Yeah. I think he, I, I think he, he might've lost, lost the locker room. I think he, he lost the locker room and you know what? They had a lead in the first half and they came out the second half flat as a pancake. So let's go on to some other upsets. Ohio state losing to oral Roberts. We talked about, mm-hmm. I I'm super excited about them losing just because it's the suck eyes. <laughs> uh, and then oral Roberts went on to beat, Florida, So they're still so they're, they're still there. They're in the Sweet Sixteen. They got their Cinderella. You shoes know, out. Oregon State took out uh, Tennessee. Uh, North Texas uh, takes out Purdue. Ohio over Virginia. Yeah the the defending tournament champions. Yeah, one and done. Yep, one and done. Uh, Abilene Christian yep. over Texas. Yep, which was a it was of uh short shorts and uh the 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 christians ended up winning (laughs) winning that one the battle of short shorts (laughs) but they were able to uh come through and win in the second round but beating texas which i might add texas goes out and gets shock smart from virginia commonwealth and one thing with shock smart he always had a shaved head he goes to texas he grows his hair hasn't done a damn thing yeah so i'm blaming shock smart's hair for their (laughs) for their um uh Lackluster performance in the last couple of years that he's been there. USC over Kansas. US Kansas their worst loss yeah. in like 20 years in the tournament. But th- then again, that's Bill Self, who you know he's he's had a hell of Hall of Fame career, but he's also lost yeah some really bad games in the tournament early on. So I oh, think yeah. that'll always be on his track record for somebody that just you know yeah he won but he lost a lot too. yeah he did he and then lost a lot too and then the one that brings me the most joy and i'm sure it brings you just the most amount of joy is loyola chicago whipping that ass oh in illinois the fighting sister jeans come through and thanks to farva thanks to Farva, yeah, Farva fucking leader of Cola <laughs> destroying Cockburn under oh yeah, uh, the Cola beats the cock yep. in this situation. man, did those fight? Uh, but to take a step back, number one defense in the country, Cor- correct. So eight seed. So I think their seeding was fitting, and You know, I don't think it's as big of an upset as as Oral Roberts beating Ohio State, but um it's pretty awesome. And for them to do what they're they did a couple years ago to to do it again, Sister Jean's there, years old. I saw a thing on Twitter that said, uh, they believe Sister Jean's alive. They think it's like a weekend at Bernie's type of thing. They're just wheeling around. Yeah. (laughs) So but um yeah, that's awesome. And and that's madness is all about yep is it's, you just any you never any, know you any never day know. anybody could and yep. this year was definitely definitely the case but yeah uh we have a really good picture of uh yeah. of farva and if anybody doesn't know who we're talking about farva check out super troopers um uh movie yeah uh, so yeah the 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 starting center who is cameron uh crutwig is uh farva's so, oh, yeah, one hundred percent. But he, uh, he definitely looks like he should be playing left tackle. Oh, he, uh, not center yeah. on basketball court. But he, he had Cockburn could not. Uh, he couldn't do answer. It he yeah, was he hitting everything, either. and man, they were they were pumped up. I think you know yeah. Chicago and then Illinois, so there was there was some in state bragging rights, and oh, and uh, us uh, fans of of the men who definitely were enjoying what we were seeing. Yeah, and the reason why I think we seen I, I saying, think the reason why we got so much joy out of it was, is because, you know, you know, Michigan won the big 10 regular, season. regular season, yeah. which that's it. I mean, that that's, you get a banner for it. You get sure. the big 10 champions. You don't they, get, they'll ben get ten, a tournament. They'll get a tournament banner. A tournament banner. But, but for them to come out and say that they were the then, regular and, season champions because they played more games. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. You know, well, who's going to the uh, third round. Yeah. In the in the one tournament that matters. Yeah, exactly. You're not, you know, if you're, if you want, go to the NIT, right? So, uh, team Thug, Illinois, uh, going home. Yeah. So they're going home. So we've we've got the Sweet Six set. So we got Florida State, Michigan, a number one and number four, Sunday at five. Uh, We got the Gonzaga and Creighton, or Creighton. Creighton is uh, they're good. They're they're the team you got to watch out for. They can shoot. They can defend. They're going to give Gonzaga a, a, a battle, even though Gonzaga is giving 13 and a half. I, I'd be interesting to see that number drop. We got the, uh, UCLA. Uh, that'll be a good one. USC, Oregon, that should be 12. Uh, look there. Uh, then we got uh, eight in Loy- uh, Loyola, which I'm going to take Loyola on that one. He might as well just ride the hot hand. Right? Yeah. I mean, if for there was, there was a team to get the draw. They were pretty lucky to get Oregon State. Yeah. Even though they came in hot, so. You got you got Baylor Villanova. That's going to be a that's going to be a really That's going to be a, yeah. And then we got uh Arkansas Roberts and then we got uh Houston and Syracuse playing. So we got definitely uh, definitely a hell of a weekend at these, the These uh, these games are pretty evenly matched and and if it's anything like we saw last weekend, mm-hmm. uh get ready. Oh, yeah. As, I mean, I agree as with Terrell you know. Owens would say popcorn ready because it, um, it's going to be fun. Exactly. It is definitely going to be fun. And on top of the NCAA action, we're going to have uh, UFC 261, I believe. I think it's 261. Okay. Uh, so lots of awesome I just, sports. I just show up, everybody. I show up. Yeah. Which um, I, pay, I pay my dues. Anybody uh, out there watching, listening, uh, speakeasies open for business Saturday night for the big UFC. So come on out. And then, uh, so, you know, let's move on to the Detroit line for a little bit. Jared Goff had his, uh, had his presser and uh, you know, everybody is, uh, everybody's on the, uh, the fence, I guess, if you want to say on whether or not he's the future or if he's just a stopgap till they get the next one. I, I personally enjoyed his, uh, his presser. Uh, I think he answered everything honestly and truthfully about how he feels. Um, he did doesn't feel that the, uh, the moves that are being made by Brad Holmes and MC are, uh, a rebuild, a rebuild. It's more of just kind of a retooling. Mm-hmm. I, it, okay. I mean, you know, Hey, and I'm, you know, I'm with it on that one, you know, and, uh, it was nice because there was a, uh, there was an interview with, uh, trying to think i think it was like carson anderson or something like that they had goff on there and he was talking about the the uh, brockers uh mm. comment that he made when stafford got traded saying Level they, they leveled up and stuff like that and they've uh they've sensed uh kissed and made up on that one for sure yeah brockers was being interviewed by tmz and yeah. asked about it and he said they've leveled up but um i really like the fact that he immediately to golf to say yep. hey man i i don't mean any ill will there, yeah there's it no it's basically there was no, up. yeah there was no disrespect i wasn't planning on getting booted from it was more of trying to pump up the fan, yeah, base, fan and, base and uh to a man that in knowing that you're gonna have to face this guy and and you know i think that, that locker, was, a, that, was a, that was a classy move oh yeah that, for that, sure. that he was able to do and and michael brockers is is going to be a, a huge piece of this puzzle and and, no, he's not lining up against uh, next to Aaron Donald. But with some guys that they have there, I mean, he could be a number one. That's and- a different he 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 could be a difference maker. Sure. And that's why I'm seventh round pick, so I'm kind of a real, in, real in two I years. Mean, I mean, but realistically, when they you got look, him for free. They got him for free. Him and, for and realistically, free. um I don't see how that could go wrong. I mean no. the, in, in the in the issue with the Lions right now. He, they need on that defensive side of the ball. Mm. They need depth, yep. and so they need a they need a linebacking core. They yep. need they need more depth on the mm. on the on the defensive. Yeah, you know, keep guys fresh and healthy, rotate them in and out. That's what they need. Um, I, I'm cautiously optimistic yeah, about it. I am it. too. I am too for the simple fact they're making all the right moves. I, I they, am too. It, it's almost like they've gone back and listened to the last ten. 10, 15 years of Detroit sports radio. Uh, what do the lions need? And, and it seems like they're, they're pushing all the right buttons right now. And from top to bottom. And I got to, I got I to gotta tell you, I watched the Jamal Williams presser today. He's going to be fun to watch that, that kid who we're getting from green Bay. Um, he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder too, yeah. just like off. And, and I think our backfield is, is shaping up to be uh, top 10, maybe in the NFL. Yeah. As long as there could be some, um, you know, polls that they, they develop from the, the offensive line, but yeah. uh, Jamal Williams and uh, swift in a Anthony Lynn run offense, they're going to be catching the ball of the backfield. Yes. And when you have uh TJ hippie Hawkins, uh, son, uh, right there, that's a difference maker. I, I, I like you. I, you know, I don't want to eat the drink the Kool-Aid right now, yeah. but I mean eight and eight is is realistic and, and oh no, in the first season, I'd be happy with an eight and eight in the first season. Oh this town would go crazy just if they went eight and eight. Just as long as they um as long as they keep making the moves to get better. Sure. Definitely. I'm, yep. I'm i mean I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh one of the guys who um, who decided not to pick up a, or, you know, they didn't franchise tag him, whatever, but they offered him a quite a bit amount of money to, um, to stay here. And he said pretty much, "No, nah, I, th- I think I want a fresh start. And, uh, you know, Kenny Galladay, um, you know, the, he got, uh, I want to say it was like 46 mi- or $76 million, but only 40 is guaranteed over a four-year deal. um I, you know what my personal opinion i got nothing against the guy i hope that he um i hope that he lives up to that to that contract i really i hope he goes and gets his money i Mm hopefully he stays healthy he catches uh you know he catches 80 balls a year i mean i I mean i really hope that that's what happens i hope he catches 80 balls gets over a thousand catches about 10 touchdowns a year stays healthy um you know and a lot of people are going on and saying that you know is this uh uh, is, is he going to be the guy who's going to make or break uh, quarterback situation in uh, in uh, New York? If you're depending on Kenny Galladay, it's saying, "Well, could this be the you know the make or break season for him for Dan, uh, Danny Dimes?" Well, to me, it's not. Dan, it's it's not Kenny Galladay. No, it's it, it's Saquon Barkley. Yep, he's got to stay on. Two that. years, two season-ending injuries. He has to stay healthy, Mm -hmm. but on paper, you have uh, Slayton, you have Shepard. Now you have Galladay as your receiver core. uh, Ingram at tight end. If Barkley stays healthy, that gives Danny Dimes that that more uh, weapons for them to succeed. They've made some moves on defense, so... New York spent a lot of money in this off season and they spent a lot of money on, on Galladay, hoping that he's going to be the difference maker. Well, they spent a lot of money on the offense because I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's going to be, a, it, it will be a make or break season for their defense was, was, you yeah, know, was, was good. pretty good last year. And they've made some additions this year exactly. that are going to, you know, keep them moving forward. So again, it, it, bar- Thing and if if Barkley's gone, they're they're not going anywhere. So I mean, it's it's a lot like Detroit. I think New York is a lot like Detroit in the sense where, you know, they ha- on paper they look pretty good. We'll see what happens. And and he's got four years, yeah, to see you know if he's worth it. But you know, forty years out of the, forty out of the seventy-two guaranteed, that number is interesting because usually the guaranteed number is pretty close to the overall it's uh, you know what though i bet you that is a way for them to keep because it, it's all incentive based so they did it structured it that way because it probably gives them a little more uh, flexibility gives them a little more flexibility to move move in on other players yeah so you know i you know what i wish the guy the best you i'm know? glad he's not in our division no no that, I, that's yeah. well he mean, was he was in chicago yeah you know and uh, uh but can you imagine if they signed him and had Alvin Robbins at the same time? Alan Robinson. Alan right? Robinson. I keep seeing he got Alvin. the the Red Rocket throwing. Yeah. Oh boy, the the Lions would really make him look good. Yeah. No shit. And so, for, with that, we move on to uh, Deshaun Watson. So months ago, he pretty much comes out and says, "I'm not playing for you. Trade me. I'm not playing for you." And I don't disagree with. No, it, his reasoning with, with, with his reading behind that is whatever. But, you know, now it has come out. I think it's up to 16 now. I think it's up to 16 women have made allegations against him for inappropriate sexual conduct. And you now here's the thing is he's fighting it. He, somebody they wanted a, a, a six figure settlement, you know, out of the whole deal, whatever, for it to go away. He says, no, I didn't do anything. I mm-hmm. want to clear my name. Here's my thing: If he did it, hang him. Oh, absolutely! Fucking burn him. Yep. If he didn't do it, find out why. Mm-hmm. This came, and, it, and it came out in, uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that you know everybody I've heard said that, you know, the the the, the attorney that is representing these women uh, happens to be a, a neighbor or a friend of the owner or hmm. the general manager you know something like that whether it's whether it's true yes or no I'm I don't know I can't speak on that behalf because I mean I don't live in Texas and I don't really follow the Texans that bad mm. but you know how ironic that you have all this come out a settlement they try to get a settlement out of them and then you you have you have all this going on and you know like in I said in the midst of a, a locker room you know controversy New coach, new GM. He yeah. clearly doesn't want to play there. So I guess the one thing we talked about was did the Texans maybe uh start the rumor mill? Uh, you know, did but, they push this into a direction to make it um to make it beneficial where beneficial for them? Like the only team that I mean the early day cause they are, they came out and said they're not gonna get rid of him, they're not gonna trade him. George chimed in and said his career is and you know what? And I tell you right now, it, it pretty much is. It, it, yeah, because well, I should well, I shouldn't say that. His career is not over; it's on pause right now. It's on pause because he already he already said, "I am not playing for the Texans." So the Texans aren't gonna. He's not gonna play for the Texans. But they made it seem like now with everything uh, depending. Uh, you know, and it's a civil suit. It's not criminal. It's yeah. a civil. He so was, he, he has never been charged. He's no. never been like that. It's all alleged, and it's in a civil suit. Here's my problem. Thanks, George. And if it turned out and I agree, obviously, if 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 he's a he's a serial predator as he's being uh, labeled to be by these, this, the latest uh, alleged victim, then yeah, he needs to go. He needs to be locked up and be put away. Yeah. But my biggest problem with this is if there's 14, if there's 16, and this is happening, why weren't they speaking up before? Why why does it take? Something like this for for them to say, Oh, yeah, I, this happened to me. And here's my other problem. Their stories are all the same. Yeah, I mean, even down to the the verbiage. So do I think they're 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 lying and, and trying to get a money grab? I don't know. it It, it seems a bit fishy to me uh, on the outside looking in. i I don't like the fact that it took one to get the ball rolling. If that is the case, I really wish that if, if he was up to no good and, and doing some of the things that he's been used of, you need to speak up. Yeah. If if he's doing some of the things that they're saying, then, then it has to be told. And, and for other women out there, if there's something going on like that, you got to speak up. You can't wait till, you know, more than one, I know strength in numbers, but my goodness, if if, if that turns out to be the case that, that it's just a group of women that are trying to get a money grab, then, then they need to be held accountable. So this is a story that's not going to go away anytime soon. I don't believe uh, whether Deshaun Watson wants to or not. I don't think he's playing in this season because he's going to be caught up in legal issues that it's going to go for a while unless, unless the the courts move through uh, and they have evidence. And that's the thing is there video evidence is there. And one of them said um, that uh, he said, don't talk about this, that um, she was going to sign an NDA, but then reached out to him recently on Instagram saying, you know, acting like nothing ever happened. That kind of led me to think that, I don't know about that. That seems a little weird to me, but who knows. And the, and the thing with that is, is, you know, I I hope that, uh, you know, if it's true, the appropriate measures are taken, meaning that there George. is an investigation behind it. Did you read George? I did. Comments? I did, George. And, you oh, know, George. you know, I you know, and I I uh, you know, and I, I I agree that you know something needed to be needs to be done, that they need to be uh, held accountable. You know, and I think there should be a, um, you know, you know, a, I my personal opinion. If it is is what it is, and if it's been so many years, a statute of limitations, and it needs to be a criminal case, and well, it needs to be investigated. Well, by some a of them were as like last month, I, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, so that needs to be turned over. Year. That needs to be turned over. That needs to be investigated. Um, they need to go through the proper channels instead of somebody trying to, like you said, like kind of like a money. You know what I'll say right now: if he did it, hang him. Yeah. I'll, if you, I am a guy. I might use a different word not, I'm or, not or say, a I'm phrase. Not, okay, I'm not gonna say hang him. <laughs> but, but, but you know what though, he's, he's got to go. Punish him to the full mm-hmm. extent of the law. Anybody, it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. If you do what he's alleged to have done, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a special place in hell for you, and uh, hopefully you'll uh, get there. So. um so George, so George typed in, I said, in all seriousness, think of someone who was suspended a year and comes back to play in the NFL. Doesn't happen. No. Look at Ray Rice. Yeah. Ray Rice, you know. The only guy I can see that from is, was, was Michael Vick. Michael well, Vick came back. Well, um, cream hunt came yeah, back. Cream hunted too. But Ray Rice was a Pro Bowl running back. You know, he was the, one of the face of the, the Baltimore Ravens. And, yeah. and he cold cocked his wife, which. I don't condone that, but there's two sides to every story. Well, oh, there's like she was. There's three sides. There, her her, her story side, and his side and the, the truth. truth. But she was, you know, she was giving him the business. She was beating up on him, and when you throw alcohol in the mix, and as a professional athlete, you have to be aware of your surroundings. Twenty four seven. You have to learn to restrain yourself. Absolutely. And if you have an issue with alcohol, and you might go off on a woman, yeah, don't drink. Alcohol. So. Uh, you know George chimed in and stuff like that George sent me a text earlier today that uh his parents were diagnosed with uh covid. Oh, boy. They are uh they're up north isolating in their place up north and stuff like that so prayers to the Jackson yeah, family on uh, on a on a full recovery yep. and hopefully everything is uh, is going to be good and uh copacetic with that with that and uh, you know George speaking on behalf of George or whatever we get the um uh, we get to do another uh off center with them on Thursday night which uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, some ideas bounce around between uh, you know Pat George and myself and I'm really excited to help launch that launch that podcast out and uh, you know make it the best it can and uh, it last check the first episode had like over 400 views and yeah it, it, it's awesome those yeah. guys know what they're doing they know what they're talking about and uh you know we we ducked places looking for cards while we were down there and they uh, couldn't find a god there was practice. nothing there was couldn't nothing the damn card so clearly that the sports card thing is real and if you or anyone you know that is into sports cards check them out yeah thursday what was it Did you say it was gonna be uh, it might be i don't know 8 8 30 yeah so definitely check it out Get but check some knowledge. them out you know you can check out you can subscribe to their facebook page the, the oc off center mm-hmm. uh, sports page so anyway Moving on, moving on, moving on. So, the uh, the new rules for the uh, NHL draft lottery, and I, you know what, I love it. I love it because our beloved Red Wings have been absolutely boned by this. Yep. You know, and, and now I, I believe me, I was on Twitter today once everything came out and said Oh, this, this, that, oh, because the Rangers got two high picks two years in a row. Blah 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 blah. Well, the Rangers were in the playoff bubble. They should have never. The NHL dropped the ball or the puck in this situation. No, how do you give a team that is in the mix an opportunity? Two teams, yeah, to get the number one pick, who just so happened to be uh, Lafreniere, who is going to be a generational type player. I, you know, well, and then as Quint- it stood. Well, then Quinton Blyfield too. He was sure. the number two pick overall. And and you give him the op- them the opportunity to draft him, and they get the first pick. Tim Stussel, he was the, he was the third pick, and he's playing right now. We got Lucas Raymond, who's playing over in Sweden, got injured. Now he's going mm-hmm. to have to surgery. Yep. I, I'm you know I'm really baffled by those, pre- but you know I'm kind of excited to see how how those rules are going to um, uh, how they're going to really help and and hopefully it's bring just, some parity to the to the lottery process. And this this goes to, even with the NBA. It it is asinine to think that you could be the worst team in the NBA, and you might have the pick. Yeah, I mean the whole point of losing is having an opportunity to draft the best player available. You the lottery system. The Sixers did it. The lottery system is bullshit. I don't care. You can't. You can't. You can't tell me otherwise. You're not going to get a disagreement. No, because it's just it, it it it's it's ass backwards to think that you know, you have the, you, you have a team with, you know, no talent or you just have a lot of money and you're going to get screwed. And the wings got screwed. So did the senators, even though the senators had two top 10 picks, but yeah, this is going to allow the lowest pick to, they they won't be able to draft any lower than third, which to me, I still think that's stupid, but I I don't know. You know, if you think about like a previous drafts or whatever, look how many years the, uh, the Edmonton Oilers drafted, you know, in the top three. And look at, I mean, Look where they're at now. Exactly. I mean, you know, you look at Sabers. The Sabers the Sabres had high picks too. Yeah, um, <laughs> so, you know, but they're a, they even though had high picks, they're they're an absolute disaster organization right, right now, now. They are. Yeah. Yeah. They got all the talent in the world, and and they just don't know what to do with it. Edmonton was like that too for oh yeah a couple of years, and even now they're you know they they not, might they might score six goals. No, don't talk about that. They're going to give up seven. So there's, but they're in the mix. They're right now they're in the playoffs, but. Oh, George um, says, my guess is ESPN had a lot to play in that rule change. Mm-hmm, well, it might be. God, I hope so. Yep. God bless you, ESPN. There's a There's a petition going out right now to uh, have Gary Thorne. As it should uh, be. And uh, I think ESPN has listened to the fans. They have uh, already confirmed that the hockey music is coming back. That, that's a done deal. And so I do believe that Gary Thorne will be back should he to me the golden era of hockey as you know you guys like to say the 90s oh, he yeah. was the voice of it oh yeah when when you heard him call a game it yep i mean there's not too many play-by-play announcers that you you know you got you, this is a game yep. and uh it's an event i agree to hear his voice um those those legendary calls yeah uh it's just i do believe espn who is infamous doing the right thing they're going to do the right thing in this regard because the people want it and it's going to drive up ratings so i do think they're uh they're gonna move forward with that hopefully we'll hear about that soon yeah and then uh a little bit non-sport related yeah not sport related so um actually um i went today uh and logged in uh and um tried to well I did I registered to get my uh COVID vaccine Mm -hmm. so hopefully I'll get a text message here we got registered yesterday in in the next couple days I'll get a a link saying I can sign up for a particular day and uh and go and take care but if there's anybody out there that are thinking "Eh, I'm not going to get the vaccine Eh, I'm not you know what? I might drink a case of beer a day. I might smoke two to three packs of cigarettes a day. But God darn it, nope, you ain't putting that needle in my arm. You ain't going to put those microchips in my arm. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Here's, a microchip. Here's uh, something that might change your mind. Hey, listen, if you're a smoker, mm-hmm. if you eat unhealthy, mm-hmm. you drink a case of beer a day. Mm -hmm. Well, fuck, you might as well get some Krispy Kremes out of it too, right? Fuck yeah. A right. Amen, (laughs) Amen, brother. Amen, brother. You might as well. (laughs) You know, so yeah, it was funny. So, you know, Krispy Kreme came out and said, hey, listen, we will give you a free donut every day for the rest of your life if you've been vaccinated. Let me tell you something. The thought of eating a Krispy Kreme donut at any point in my life (laughs) makes my (laughs) teeth. How often is are they gonna go through red bulbs on that on that sign? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they're gonna. Do it. I mean, if, if realistic people say, "Well, you know what? Screw that. I can go drive down. Uh, I could go, <laughs> go drive down Southfield Road in, in Allen Park, Michigan, and see the red light on. I'll just pull in and get it and get a and get a donut for free." Just make sure you're not going over the speed limit because those some bitches will get you. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> George, do the COVID vaccine on the podcast. I'll administer it. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'll tell you right now. If I do it and you do it, I'll let you do it. Fair enough. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if the uh, Michigan Department of Health would would uh, um, be, be okay with that. I know George would probably sanitize the the needles with Fireball. Whoa. and um, there's no question that uh, ev- everything will be okay. George is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's one that um, is is. Comfortable with the fireball, except for there to was, a certain point. There was an executive order that was placed at on his auctions, oh. and it had to be a hundred or more for the uh, fireball shot. So uh, <laughs> that was uh, his way of um, protecting his liver's interest. <laughs> his liver, I think, the liver, uh, uh, <laughs> his liver uh, decided that for him. <laughs> so I mean, real, I mean, realistic I, I, I'm sorry, but a uh, uh, fuck. I, I mean, I'm gonna get it because I want to get it. A a donut's not going to entice no, me to go, uh-uh. to, to go no. get the vaccine. Being able to get on an airplane or go into a sporting event, which, uh, it, you know, I, I think it's going to come down to, you know, are you vaccinated or are you not? I, you know, and it might come down to that. We don't know. I'm not taking my chances because you best, best believe I'm getting on an airplane at some point. No, for sure. I mean, we did fly last year, but um, it's, if it means travel, then I'm going to get it. It just kind of responsible and being able to even though we're not supposed to be gathering without a mask on we do but now you can kind of feel somewhat somewhat comfortable uh doing so yeah for sure all right cool well hey uh you know we'll be back on sunday with another episode of uh uh, some sports and other associated things hopefully we can get that video put together for um we're gonna recap we're gonna recap what happened saturday in the tournament we'll talk uh, UFC recap, the big, uh, pay-per-view, uh, Miocic fight. Uh, so there'll be lots to talk about. And, um, tentatively speaking, uh, the giant is, uh, supposed to be uh, joining us. So, oh, okay. and then, uh, Mr. Latin said he wants to sit on in. So is he actually going to sit in or is he yeah, going to sit up in the corner? Yeah. He was, uh, texting with me saying that he, he was looking forward to being on the show this weekend. So cool. We uh, should have an action-packed episode coming Sunday. Look for it. But uh, until then, uh, you guys have a great week, and uh, we look forward to you Sunday. We are out. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Everybody be well, and take care. Bye. Thank you Bye. for listening to another